I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Wise Men Say Reaction Show. Sunderland have just drawn 1-1 with Blackpool at the Stadium of Light. Nandile netted for Blackpool in the first half and a goal scored by Jack Baldwin levelled it for Sunderland in what was a really poor performance in the first half. Sunderland improved in the second. I'm joined by ITV's Simon O'Rourke. Simon, what a frustrating afternoon. Yeah, it was frustrating, wasn't it? Um, I think... At the end of it, Sunderland come out of it with some sort of credit because they found a way to get something out of the game. They're now prolific from corners, that kind of thing. Um, but it's the same. If it's not quite the same score story, it is the same score. It's so frustrating. Obviously, they can't now go top on Friday. It is a blow. But as I say, half time, ten minutes into the second half, you wondered if this was the game they weren't going to score. They got something out of it. They showed a lot of guts, a lot of spirit. That's something to take home. Is Jack Ross getting it wrong at the moment with his tactical decisions? Well, he's not getting it right, self-evidently. But I think it's really harsh to get it wrong. I don't, the crowd are mostly great at the Stadium of Light. I, I just think it's, a bit, it's going a bit quick, this. It's still only two defeats. I know we can talk about the one-ball draws all the time and that kind of thing, and it was another frustrating night tonight. It's not quite right at the moment, but they're still in a great position to get promoted. At some point, there might you might think in a long season there was going to be a spell like this they've just got to hope that something happens and they snap out of it and, and in your opinion what do you think Sunderland's best midfield is at the moment because we seem to have variations of everything at the moment well that's the thing there's a lot of choice isn't there um, it's actually the first time I've seen Grant Ledbetter since he's come back yeah he can play every week that's fine he's good he controls the tempo better than any other midfielder that Sunderland have got I'd still be interested to see him paired up with McGeeck and see if that might work as a two um, Obviously, they tried different things with Gooch in a funny position tonight. George Honeyman shifted a little bit out of his normal position. It's kind of hard to say. I mean, if, if Jack Ross can't find the answer, then at the moment, you know, you can't really expect me to. But look, I, I'm not saying that to have a go at Jack Ross. I think he's learning on the job. Everyone at Sunderland from the boardroom downs learning on the job. Nobody ever said it was going to be a straight line straight back to the championship. Um, stick with them. I'm joined by Sunderland Eggles, Phil Smith. Phil, what did you make of that today? We'll start with the Grig, the Grig sitter. Yeah, I mean, just feels a little bit like where Sunderland are at, at the moment that the the best striker in in League One misses a chance like that. It's it's an unbelievably frustrating night because I think there was a a recognition of what's gone wrong in recent weeks from both the manager and the players. I think he made changes to try and get more runners, to try and make the pitch a bit longer, to try and inject a bit of intensity. And I thought the players responded to that and 
after the first goal goes in, there's a there's an edginess about the place, and the players suffered from that. But then the last sort of half an hour, 35 minutes, I thought they played pretty well. But then you've got this curious kind of League One thing where a team, you know, one point off the playoffs is killing the game, yeah, absolutely yeah. killing the game. And you know, look, Sunderland have done that to plenty of teams in the Premier League when they were trying to survive. But it's just. It's it, it's all very very frustrating. There's no there's no way of getting past that primary emotion. I think. Do you think, in your opinion, Jack Ross got it wrong with the start of eleven, or is it just a case of every game needs managing in a different way? Well, I think that I can understand the logic and the changes that he made. I think everyone can see that Duncan Whatmore brought something different and something that was needed. Look, the Lyndon Gooch thing didn't come off at all. He was poor. I can see what the logic in making that decision was. What we've all been saying is Sunderland haven't been getting enough runners from midfield, and they haven't been getting enough players making late runs and support and striker and you know Linda Gooch is a player who you would expect instinctively to do that he's just going through one of those wobbles at the moment and look it's the reality of Sunderland's squad the January business was good in that it brought good players to the club but it's left the squad so big and, and that means there's always going to be sort of quibbles over the selection lineup, and that's a pressure that Jack Ross is going to have to deal with I don't think that you can say the lineup was necessarily wrong today because I thought they started the game brilliantly and they First ten minutes was okay. Wasn't yeah, it? and the, and look, the, you know they should have gone one nil up when Grig misses a chance. Grig's missed from a couple of yards later in the second half, so I find it hard to be too critical. It's just just a very very strange time at the moment. Positive, positive though that Sunderland did keep on going. I know maybe some fans will will think we're clutching at straws, but we really did have a goal at the end there. Yeah, I think again you would like to force more saves from the goalkeeper. Of course you would, but. Look, it was it was difficult. There was no tempo at the game because Blackpool were playing like they were twenty second in the table, and we've seen that a few times so far this season at the Stadium Live. And it's a challenge that the players are going to have to come through. And you know, you see at the end for whatever reason, Sunderland's attacking players just are just off the boil at the moment. McGeady had a bit of a shock tonight. Morgan, who I've been really impressed with, came off the bench and really struggled. Um, yeah, it's a it's a kind of frustrating thing. You know, I'm, you saw tonight a willingness to try and improve and to try and correct some things they've got wrong recently. And it's come off in some parts and it hasn't in others and you know you can't get past the word frustration can you no you can't thanks for your time Phil no more Jack frustrated at that I mean um, yeah I mean I think we've had a, a lot of these conversations we're frustrated when we don't win um, and we've drawn games but probably tonight a different type of frustration um, you know, there's, a, there's a few of those games recently where we've, we've been frustrated at the manner we've not sought out the game but we haven't played particularly well tonight for me, with the exception, I think, of the 15-minute spell between them opening the scoring and half-time, I thought we were good. First half hour, I thought we were good, and I thought the whole second half we were good. And um, But ultimately, it's just a draw. So it's a, you know, it's how you how you view it. But tonight, I don't think you can um, level a lot of criticism at the performance level because, I said, for 75 minutes of that, 90 minutes, we, we, were, de- we were decent tonight. Um, Will Grief, at one end, perhaps should have scored. They go down the other end and score. And yes. That puts you on the back foot. Yeah, I mean, the... the uh, that's obviously a pivotal moment in the first half um, and prior to that really clear opening for well, we had been good and we had dominated the last parts of the game against a team that's on the, the verge of the playoffs and has a very good recent record as well so I thought to be as dominant against a good team was good from us um, and it's a moment of quality from Angeli as well it was a good finish so we, we um, and I thought that we wobbled a bit after that I did, I thought the whole not just the players, I thought the whole stadium wobbled and it was a bit uneasy for 10-15 minutes so the players had the choice at half-time, you know, we could carry on in that manner in the second half or we could show the strength of character they've shown a lot this season and produce a performance second half and they did that. The whole game's played in the one-half second half and we create 
more I mean, over the course of the game we've created more opportunities than we have done in, 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 in the last three or four games combined and so that, that was pleasing for us the pressure is incessant and it's consistent but you know you have two choices as a staff the manager you embrace it and I think I've done that and I, I do believe that that group of players have, have met that challenge as I said they're not perfect as a group they'll make mistakes on the pitch but they have shown character this season because you've got to have character to play here and, and maybe Maybe sometimes for me I can mistake a little bit of the, the groans from the crowd is in a different way because I think sometimes it's just because they're so desperate for us to do well and win the game. And But it's not easy sometimes to play in. And, and fairness to players today, I thought they, they, and they have done other times this season, they have they have showed resilience, they showed that again tonight. Graham Ledbetter with another assist today seems to have ended that, uh, that corner hoodoo. Yeah, I mean, the thing for me that is, um, is it's just an indication of the diligence and hard work that goes on. You know, we don't haven't scored in the last two games from corners because all of a sudden we've started working on them. We've been working on them all season. It's just sometimes in football you have to wait a long time to get your rewards for them. And that's not just set pieces there's loads of other things we're doing all the time and you might never get your rewards from them you might never see the end product as long as you, you know you're doing them and a lot of it's unseen work then I'm comfortable with that and I've got a staff that do that and I've got a group of players that buy into it and they're an honest group and they are an appropriate group for this club we need to all make improvements and everything we can do all the time but they no matter I mean, you know, no question about it. they they can wear that jersey I think deservedly at times for what they do away from here and on the pitch and going into Accrington as well do you think Sunderland need to finish the chances more clinically or create more or both well I think tonight the, um, you know we have we have struggled of late to, to be really fluent and create lots of opportunities I've been honest about that uh, I mean tonight was, was much more encouraging in that respect and so the players will take confidence from that and there was a bit more freedom um, in our play and I thought Duncan was a, was a huge part in that because he offers us a different outlet in a forward area as well but there was a there was just a different feel about us in the final third tonight and you know we hopefully will continue that into Friday I've, I've enjoyed the evening games here they've all had a bit about them and you know I'd expect the same on Friday when it comes along You just heard from Sunderland manager Jack Ross on his team's performance today against Blackpool I'm off to the victory where Craig Clark is apparently in full flow recording some opinions some views from wise men say podcasters and fans alike A lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Right, I'm in the Victory Club after the uh, disappointing 1-1 draw with, who have we just played? Blackpool. Try to erase it from my memory. Erase that Greg miss from my memory. Which one? I just said which one. Well, go on. No, no. Well, I, personally, I, I'm not going to start bashing Will Greg. I think he's the fact he's had two chances shows he's going to be the right position. I think, and I think he'll do well for us. And I think goal scorers like him will be used to missing chances like that. It's not like it's 
you know when a, a centre forward comes in like Alador or Sinclair and they've got a bad run it's not like that with him because he's used to scoring goals he'll have missed lots like that in his career Josie Alador is used to scoring goals it just so happens both, I'm, not, I'm not comparing them it but just so happens that doesn't make a difference it's just where so, we are. <laughs> it just so happens both his chances win in one game if anything, I'm encouraged by Will Griggs' performance. I, I would say he had three chances, actually. There was one he was very close to connecting with early in the game, and he just couldn't get his foot through it, and it just, yeah, flashed across the, across the box. I thought his movement was pretty good. Yeah, off the, off the ball, fine. His um, touch wasn't quite at it, but like, his touch was a bit I off. I thought his first, first touch was pretty first. terrible, to be honest. Time for that. Time to, to change that. He, he, he missed that. He's not been playing, remember? He, he missed that, but his... Uh, it doesn't work, it's awful. Right, so we've got... Let's, let's, not, make it a, let's not make it about Will Grigg, performance generally. Mick, Mickey had a, had a point he wanted to make about the overall performance. I would say if people agree on that. Right, OK, I mean, it wasn't a Spartan performance. I mean, I think we will play a lot better than that this season. But I think football, largely, is about moments. And tonight, if Will Grigg takes that chance in the first half, Blackpool don't score that goal just a minute later, stuff like momentum and that, they don't get that goal. If Will Grigg scores that goal to make it 1-1, again, the game changes. And I just think tonight, the crucial moments I felt was we didn't capitalise on. So people can talk about the tactics, people can talk about Jack Ross, people can talk about the performance. But tonight, we didn't take advantage of the moments that we had because we created enough to win that game tonight. I agree, largely. But how long has that been going on for now? You could even argue, to an extent, Oxford, we took the lead. We were on top. But we were awful we, in that and, game. And, and, and we were, but we were awful. We didn't see the game out. Wim, was really tonight any different from the Wimbledon game? Except yes. Wimbledon didn't have that little bit more quality to punish us. But, like Nathan D'Alfonso did. Actually, I think it was a bit of a mistake from Baldwin. It was awful. Terrible Baldwin. by Baldwin. It was bad. It, 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 it has been a theme. Scunthorpe even. Scunthorpe pulled out a moment of quality to get 1-1. It's, it, it's, it's a varying theme where we've not fail to capitalise on pressure or momentum which which we did have in that first half an hour like Watmore looked really bright for that opening 15 half minutes and, yeah Gooch actually I was thinking Gooch looks really suited to this position then they did score no, then they I score didn't, I didn't think that at all everything just sort of like fell like dominoes we were playing this weird like forget like 4-4-2 or 4-3-3 there was, there was only two there numbers was no it was 5-5 five, five. With this massive gap where Ledbetter occasionally linked things, it was so. It's interesting to say about, about Gooch, and I wonder if that depends where he's sitting in the ground. Because I, I, was I, I was scratching my head wondering what he was doing. I thought, well, I think he was scratching his head wondering yeah. what he was doing. I, I, it didn't suit for me, it didn't suit him. I thought he looked What even position was that? I don't, I don't so, know. I would, if you want to talk about Jack Ross, and I'm not, I'm not some maniac who wants mal or anything like that but you're not a maniac <laughs> i am not a maniac Fake apart from news. when i am a maniac i'm crazy now <laughs> ross i did feel like that team selection was a little bit no, odd a... for him it didn't it, it didn't fit with his usual pattern right you wanted to tackle there you go there's yeah. some attacks yeah. yeah but we can't people have asked for that so we can't exactly criticize you can that. you can criticize but, if you mess the no, shape of the team up I, well there was just a goose thing i don't if you're gonna play i could if you're going to play somebody else in that position, Maguire would have been su yeah. more suited than Gucci, I think. Um, I, th I think generally, the, the last 20 minutes, that urgency, I know it's easy to say when you, you've got the momentum and, you, and you're on top, but that urgency was lacking. And it's okay saying we played well for the first 20 minutes where 
we've got better players than them. I know. And, and we're, we're keeping the ball, and it's as if they're just going through the motions that we're saying. We'll create an opening eventually if we're just patient and we keep passing the ball. And teams aren't letting us do that. The need, we need to be quicker, we need to move the ball quicker. Well, it's exactly what it. we all think, well, most of us have said. People that keep going, we need to drop this play, start this play. It's not just about personnel, it's about the way we're playing football. And the last 20, 30 minutes, Ledbetter just ran the show. He, yeah. he just controlled the game. And he didn't do that in the first half because he was virtually playing as a third centre-back. But nothing, so that we could get Luke or 9 forward. People, at least people were giving him options in the last 20, though. Because I thought first half, he the was getting the ball the and he was looking half. around and there were times and people just didn't want the ball when he I had don't, it. I don't think people were giving him... I don't think people were giving him more options as, as such but I think they were just more red and white shirts they were just more red and white shirts but no one was really moving or creating anything as such I do agree to a large extent with everything that's been said here but I think we're getting into a little bit of semantics when we're saying that it was a similar performance to the Oxford game or it was a similar performance to the Scunfold game similar women. I don't think it was no it wasn't similar and, and I'll, and I'll tell you we, we were better tonight yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we were better but as I'm saying because but Oxford in, in I mean, crucial we, we, areas were we actually better yes because we created finite chances I'm not talking about pressure here I'm talking about openings golden opportunities that we created to win that game and I think if we if Will Greg takes some chance which I know he hasn't so I'm kind of a little bit if me anti or ball should be my uncle kind of argument but if Will Greg takes them chances, I don't think anyone's questioned Jack Ross, I don't think anyone's questioned the style of player, and no one's questioned the tactics. I think tonight it's more about moments than it is about tactics or Jack Ross's setup or anything like that. I disagree because I think we were better when we made changes. Although I did think Lewis Morgan was absolutely awful, and he had a bad game against Oxford as well. And I do wonder what he's bringing to the party. Hopefully, he gets back more than what he was like. He did look good against Wimbledon. He's not writing players off Craig. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just. Dunn was outstanding tonight. He played really well and on the ball as well. And we and we did and we did see a first game. That shot he had as well in the first half. Yeah, yeah. And I did. We did see. I know the first game we did wonder if he was just down on nerves and stuff. And he looks like you settle in now well and I, I, to defend myself I was rating him based on his performance in that game not his entire Sunderland career that hadn't happened yet I know but we did we did try to say it <laughs> I know that oh, no, they see the look he gives us there he did. You, this is the no, audio pick, know. it doesn't pick this up on audio does it <laughs> no I mean that was a bit, <laughs> was like a bit, was there, a bit harsh about Morgan but he just he, maybe he was, he was trying too hard it, 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 I don't know it was that that chance at the end wasn't yeah, it where was me, me and Matthew like before we when we were in the queue at the bar we're saying Lyndon Gooch for all his faults would have had a shot on the edge of the box Morgan Morgan seemed to overthink it and there seemed yeah. to be so much overthinking going yeah, on tonight yeah there was a lot of that like what, what about like I don't know I thought the fullbacks I think they're, they're a problem well you miss Matthews for all everyone like love, no problem with 09 but people, well I had a problem with him tonight well, yeah, he's, he's a stopgap he's, 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 right he's not a right back he's yeah. not a right back everyone's like everyone loves him it's fine I think this is why but he's people, not he's not Good enough to play a right no. back. So people need to stop and have a thing. So yes, he played them um, two good games when he filled them out position, but he did well because we're basing him on the fact that he's not a right back. Yeah, exactly. I, still, I, agree I, with still, that. I still wouldn't be worried about him if he was a oh. right back, but we've got a better right back. I, 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 I would exactly. Is what but, um, I would say. I, I, I want him in midfield. No. Yeah, exactly. If you can. I can't understand that. I mean, Matthews. Did pick up. Did the sound won't pick up that far? It's not like a really good microphone, you know. Do you want to say something? What? No, see? Oh, yeah, I see it. 
Right, well, someone's going to have to edit some of this. Well, we were learning. Where are you? <laughs> no, you can see well, it. Did you no, you can't. I top? couldn't pick you up before. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think my point is that um, Luke or nine, he doesn't give you that natural whip. He'd one from a fullback, particularly when Ross no. wants to get the fullbacks bombing on. And I think, he, and that's yeah. and that's not a fault of Luke or nine. That's because he's a centre midfielder. Yeah, that, that was my point. There was a moment when one of their players cut in from the left in the second half, and he was just so soft. He didn't know whether to put his foot in. I think I'll just be like, I think one thing that makes it actually more frustrating tonight, Harvey versus Oxford and a couple of other games is. Tonight's not one of the games where you're picking out McLaughlin being like, well, if it wasn't for him. No, that's true. McLaughlin wasn't really pressured, and I know it's a really good finish. I still think Baldwin was, was poor for the goal, but. No, he, was, he made another couple of. But and it, was, he scored. It, it was just, yeah, more, it was just one errors. moment of a little quality they had to show, whereas we. They had some other chances, mind. I'm no, they had, they had really the, 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 yeah, the corner, really they should have buried that yeah. definitely. But they've only had to have that, and it's like, what. That's not a promotion just, side. That's not a promo- That's not no. an automatic promotion no. side shown at the minute. A question I would like to ask you is, can anybody here pinpoint when things started to slide? Because I just don't understand this. Because when Netflix come out. <laughs> but early, no, not quite. But earlier on the season, when we were scoring a goal, you were almost waiting in anticipation for us to get another because we're on the front yeah. foot. And one of the criticisms of Jaguars early on was that we were too open. And when we got a goal, we were maybe going for a second one too much and we got caught on the break consequently. But I'm just trying to think, when did this pattern start? Because yeah. I made a point the other day, and the more I thought about it, the more I kind of back myself with it, is that this run is reminding me of what we were like under Chris Coleman when we had that run of draws mm-hmm. last um, yeah. April sort of time. Failing to see games Yeah, out. we would take, I mean, tonight obviously we didn't take the lead, but we would take the lead and we were in games and we were arguably the better side, but then we were making daft mistakes and I think we're inviting pressure and for me, that is not what Jack Ross, that's not what we were sold, that's not the vision we were sold when he came. And then again, I'm, I'm like, Greg, I, I love Jack Ross, I'm not going to doubt him for a second. But as I say, it is just a little bit concerned. I just can't pinpoint where this has gone wrong. I mean, I think, to be honest, if you were going to pinpoint something, you could, you could point to when the sort of Madger saga Well, Madger going, Lyndon Gooch early in the season was unplayable. Yeah, McGeady's in and now, out. Maguire's well, well, Mc, off Mc, a cliff. McGeady, McGeady wasn't there for a month. And yeah. and but Maguire, then when he came in, actually, he was outstanding. Maguire's last league game he played all right. To be honest, the thing is with, with, I think with, he's, he's within his right to go and ask what's yeah, going on. Yeah. I think Maguire's a really good point. The bloke next to me and I said, "Oh well, Maguire's gone off the ball, off the boil." And I was like, "Well, he's not had a chance to go off the boil. He, he, he scored, he scored against Luton. Yep. Yeah, got sent well. off, but rescinded. Yeah. Didn't wasn't in the squad for Scunthorpe. Wasn't in the squad. Wasn't in the. Was actually only in the squad for the Wimbledon game because Gucci's um, partner went into labour. Wasn't in the squad for Oxford, so there might be something we don't know about there. But Maguire, Maguire scored six goals this season. When you take Madge's goals out this season, that's huge. Him on McGeady must be the top scorer. Like he's a massive big game player for us. Like for him not to be getting in, in, in tonight really is against decent opposition it's a game that we needed to win like and we haven't so you're thinking right get Maguire in get an, get an arrogant confident player in there maybe he not. isn't confident but 
that's the well, problem. We don't really know, do we? Apparently, like according, according, according to no, like now, he's according to some feet. of the. The, the journalists around the club apparently he was absolutely furious it wasn't in the squad well there you go I don't, as a manager well, I would just be like well prove that you're supposed to be in the squad well yeah exactly and that's what I mean and we like, don't it might know, be do something we? that, that isn't awesome but at the end of the day he's done a lot no he has but he, he can change the thing, with, the thing with Maguire is he can change a game as well and he, he didn't even get off he, the bench he, tonight he, he, he can also up. be a complete non-entity you know yeah yeah like, but that's not yeah, whitewash his career, no, yeah. No. He's been bad in games. Nah, but you remember, has, remember games like Doncaster, goal against Luton. That goal, actually, against Luton, it was now is massive. It's yeah, absolutely well, huge at the minute. Doncaster, like... That one, he raked South in, end, he uh, raked South in the end. top corner, it was that again. And, and, and South, South End, end actually, yeah. that's a bit of unpredictability. When you go back to the XG argument that was rearing its head around about October, the thing we always said was, well, we've got Madjet, we've got Maguire, we've got McGeady, who are players capable of creating something out of nothing. We've lost Madjet. McGeady, yes, he did create something out of nothing against Wimbledon, but again, he's very hit and miss. And, 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 and we've just and we've just removed Maguire from the situation. We can't afford. People say you can't afford to have McGeady in the squad. I think I don't think that Maguire's been given that luxury enough. Like, and people are just being like, oh, he's. he's I just think he's a, and he's stuff a, like I think that, he's like a, a League One footballer. I don't, and that's I don't why. think yeah, we are in League One. I know, but yeah, we have exactly. players who aren't League One. I don't think he's any not. less erratic than McGeady is. Uh, but not only that, so it's like you say, so oh, Gooch as well. So he didn't, he didn't make it off the bench tonight, and yet we brought Charlie White on. Now, fair enough, I'm not Charlie White's biggest fan, which is an understatement. But he's early days of the club. Again, I'm not going to write him off completely. However, when White comes on, there's a massive temptation just to go along yeah. and to go more direct, and I don't think we're suited to that at all. Kind of worked tonight. Though, I actually thought it improved yeah. our Made intensity tonight when he came on. I know what you mean. I know what you mean, Mickey. Like I think people. I think actually, uh, sorry, Wyke does look better off the bench. But I think there is too much of an, a temptation to knock it long to him rather than trying to get him to hold it up. Rig, though, and it yeah. just doesn't stick. Reese James is just playing it long to anybody. He's ball forward for a man to get hold of him. He's got no one. No one around him. But at least the long balls to Grig, there was space for Grig to run into. There's a rationale behind yeah. it. But the balls to White for me were just long for aimlessness. Like, and as I say, I don't particularly rate White from what I've seen. But yeah, we have a target, but he's, he flicked the ball onto nobody. That seems to be his best attribute, is flicking yeah. the ball onto nobody. I'm not really because, sure what he is. So if we're going to go direct, right, we need to actually like, double down it. We need to get bodies in the round, Mike. And as I say, we're just kind of at the minute playing this kind of half-arsed almost thing where yeah. we're going kind of direct yeah. but kind of not. It's just a little bit like aimless the last fit. And as I say, I think if we brought Maguire on, you might have a little bit of control in the game because Maguire likes to get on the ball and create. He does have a really good He doesn't. I think that's no, a myth. I, I, it's very erratic. He's not McGeady who kills the ball every time. McGeady makes mistakes. But Maguire has got a very erratic touch. Sometimes it's like a tit and cement block. Erratic at the top end of League One football, no, I would but say. When he's not on... Form, his first touch isn't good. But is he not worth bringing off the bench? And, probably, and, and actually, but he, he obviously and actually the, the, the injury to, to Rhys James probably didn't hinder that. I think Maguire's good at getting us up the field. Yeah, He knows which runs to make at the channel and I, I, he knows how to pull defenders out of the way. Remember, remember Sinclair's goal against Peterborough? What, what Maguire did there? How player. many players in? Uh, how many? When you just list them, how many players in our squad can do that? And when you need creativity, which we are sat at the I minute, I just think 
We're looking at it in the wrong way. I'm not saying he's the. I know what you mean, Craig. I'm not saying he's like the saviour. I just no. think people are I looking. Think he's a... <laughs> what we need back, as, as I'm sure Matthew will agree, is Max. Max. <laughs> no, but I think I, I think we've got a real problem with. We, we solved it a bit tonight, but we've got a problem with intensity. Yeah, and, and that I and don't then think. Twenty minutes, uh, and, 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 and that's, what was that's it? the issue. It's not what, what, personal. What I, what I, it's interesting as opinion. well. Give, give intensity. What's, what's interesting yeah. is we keep saying, right? Yes, we're a League One team, and we need to remember we're a League One team, which we are. But when these new players are coming in and signing for us, they're getting asked a question when they walk through the door. Are you okay with the expectation that comes to play for a club like this? And they are telling us they're going to embrace it. Today was the example of when actually you need to prove that you can embrace it. Because yes, on paper, we're not as good as Luton this season, for example. But Sunderland, Sunderland aren't Luton. There's a massive difference in expectation, rightly or wrongly. And all the players have been asked this, and they're all being quoted as saying they can deal with it. Tonight was an example where you've got to say, right, somebody needs to be braver and you need to move the ball quicker and you need you need more urgency in your play and you need to make something happen so that, that's the, side, the difference Craig. that's the difference between playing for Luton or playing for Sunderland that's why I can see why they brought Ledbetter in now because yes. I think he did do that yeah. in, to his credit him and Honeyman were just the only ones who could actually get their foot on the ball look up for a second dictate things like yeah. I know you need more than that in front of them but Led on the ball exactly, yeah. I think he's saying things that other other players maybe can't. He's very patient in a good way. And does does that like holding holding his breath and just slowing it down for a second? It is is interesting. Initially, it was a sign and they got questioned at the minute. He's the one I'm thinking, like, thank yeah. God we've got him yeah, in our team absolutely. at the minute. Some of the thought thank God we got Ledbetter. The way the thing is that where everyone's like clamoring for McGeeck to come in, where it's like, well, well Led, Ledbetter him. actually does the McGeeck thing, but a, a lot, lot better. better. And but I don't mean that as a dig at McGeeck, has, but like. But has McGeeck got any right to feel aggrieved? Yes. He, didn't, he didn't get played in midfield when Gooch did. I'm looking at you, Matthew, because you love McGeeck. I think definitely. And I, I said this before because I said this on the podcast on Monday. I think, yes, like Maguire, he played it well against Luton. He played well against Man City. Yes, it's the, it's the youth team. But his last two games for us, he's played well. So and and well I, think, I think when you talk about keeping the ball moving, yes, I think, I think him and Maguire have got every right to go and knock on the manager's door and ask so why they're not playing. If you want to keep the ball, if you want to keep the ball moving, I would disagree. I think both of those players slow the game down too much. But with, 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 I, do, I do think McGee is, I think McGee is at his best against the team like Luton who actually had a go because he, he's yeah. got to be with, with McGee I know you're saying yeah, about slowing yeah. the game down but it's, a, it's about the movement around him and if there's more urgency around him he'll move the ball quicker well, there wasn't because, the because, he, can, half, because he can spot a pass but Ledbetter had the same problem in the first half. Exactly, so I would you need two of them in the team? Yeah, yes, I don't think no, it's, 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 it's about the movement the around them, personally. I, I agree with that. I'm in disagreement. I'm saying, do you need two of them? Yeah, I think I think if the movement's good enough, you, you don't need two of them in. I would agree. When you're at home, you should I be see good enough. coming into the team away from home. The best game I've seen McGee have was at Plymouth. Right. And obviously away. And we were under the cost for large yeah, periods yeah. of that game. And, and to his credit, he was excellent. And he was excellent at Luton at home. And he was... Un- 
consider himself lucky to be dropped. Yeah. But for me, when you're at home, you've got Ledbetter in the team. Yeah. Again, you don't if, need if, him. If Ledbetter got injured or a suspension or whatever, then fair enough. I would actually be tempted no. to bring to bring McGee again. Yeah. But. Um, Aside I, from that, I think they'll just bring power that in and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll finish off with: Are we now concerned that it is out of our hands? I'm not. I'm. Um, I've actually thought for a couple of weeks. I'm starting to think playoffs might be where we're going to be. I did think we draw at Oxford one-one, and I did think we draw at day one-one. I had a couple of text messages today. Old saying, Stradamus. No, no, <laughs> no, no. no but I think more than anything is, is we've been a bit unlucky with when we're playing these teams. Oxford are playing well at home. Blackpool haven't lost since we beat them. Well, this um, is quite yeah, we, yeah, we we should have won. I do now think we'll win Friday, and I think we'll win Tuesday. It depends on the teams, doesn't it? Saturday. Because it's all well and good saying we might turn we around. Creating chances today, and the chances were there. Obviously, Brig especially missed two sitters. But I'm quite confident he'll, he'll score. Um, you mentioned being lucky with unlucky with when we're playing the teams. We were supposed to have played these when we were on a good run, and they were on a bad run. Yeah. We are on a good run, though. No, but we were well, I think we, can we now officially call this a bad no, run? We were supposed to. It's it a, is, it is, is it a bad run? Is it a wobble? Oh, we haven't, yeah. We're not losing, but we've joined 13 games. In the way of what we need we need to start having a little bit of accountability for and responsibility for your own performance. Because we've been saying since the start of the season, oh, teams are raising their game when they come to stage. But like teams are raising their game against us, and now I agree with you, Stephen. But them um, teams are in good form. We'll play against us, but they can't be used as excuses. No, there's no, no definitely excuses. not. Because like you say, we should be the team that this, ends that good run. That goes back to what I'm saying about the players seeing what they're saying when they walk in the club and saying, I understand the expectation, but I'm looking to embrace it. Start embracing it. Yeah. Because at the minute they're not embracing it, and they might not be used to playing against teams who are. Raising the game by 10% every game. I don't even think some of these teams I are. I think they are. I don't think Blackpool were just raising the game tonight. Very average. I've never seen a team look more for a point ever. Yeah. Like, I've, yeah. I've been like quite optimistic throughout in terms of promotion, but after the Oxford game on Saturday, walking out the ground now, that was the first time oh, yeah. I'd thought, I said no. no. Like, the, the, this is, this is playoffs at best. But no, I was, Saturday was awful, like. But what I was thinking was, right, let's see how these next three home games go. My, my well, we tonight, were saying three wins out of three was a minimum, weren't we? So. Yeah, and, and actually, I, I, well, I thought seven points. So if we go and win the next two, if we go and win the next two, I think, no, but in terms of momentum, that can shift it because after that, you're away to Bristol Rovers. Uh, yeah. That's a potential winnable I'm away saying, game. I'm just saying that as well, a face up, just so people, in case people think I'm being wise after the event, and I'm saying, well, I predicted we would draw 1-1 now, well, that's two games Why is that proof? you also predict so, we'd win the league <laughs> so, with 101 so, points so <laughs> what I'm saying now is yeah I did say that we'll win our next two games right. 100% good I'm still, give us I'm, I'm still, he's in again I still haven't seen anything to suggest that there's two better teams than us I think come the end I have I think <laughs> at this point look at the goal differences well, of the top two Barnsley uh, win the league I think we'll be second. We're waiting for Luton to drop off. We'll leave it on that one. It's, oh, it's, not, of it's not a terrible shout that Luton might drop off. I've said it before. It depends. If they lose a game, as we talked about on Monday, yeah, the man's got to do something. Let's see. Let's anyway, let's look. Right. No, Stephen, let's who make, you, no, no. usually loves wrapping let, things let's, up. Let's <laughs> make a prediction now. Let's go around the table and make a prediction now. Um, autobra- automatic promotion, yes or no. Go around and do it. And state your name and say yes or no. Yes, Matthew. 
Rory's blew it. No. I'm going to lean to no. Rory, no. Yes, me. Oh, me they says yes. Stephen. Stephen. Uh, Stephen, yes. Mickey, yes. Craig, yes. James, yes. Yeah, Matthew's already said it. Just get him to say it again, see if he contradicts himself. So, 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 so Rory's a mug. Thanks for listening. You need to make it stop. Make it stop. on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks italian leather jackets and so much more and the best part about quince they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe ethical and responsible manufacturing elevate your style without the elevated price tag with quince go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns